Welcome to the next best podcast with your hosts, Chris Cashman. 24 years old, a former sheet metal worker, Mr. America, and twice Mr. Universe. And Chris Daniels. Time Magazine even named him Person of the Century. Now, from the CNC Podcast Factory, here's the next best podcast. All right, Chris, here we are for an abbreviated edition of the next best podcast. We just want to update people ahead of what will be a very busy uh, week, or at least a eventful week we see coming up. So we're just going to do just the first period here today. See how hockey I can Yeah, yeah, very nice. Okay. You're going to get it across the blue line. Hey, like that. I got to yeah. look that up. I'm yeah. going to Google that <laughs> while you tell everybody what's coming up here. Well, uh, it is a monumental week, I think, in this Seattle arena discussion in the very least. Uh, after it seems like 12 years, I know some people say 14 years of talking about an arena. Yeah. I, I think that we are finally going to have resolution and actual groundbreaking on a building, and it's all centered around what happens down in beautiful Sea Island, Georgia. Sea Island, Georgia. You almost and have to look going. it up on a map. I am going. Sea Island, Georgia, will you check on my timeshare while you're there? Yeah. <laughs> I've got two weeks a year. Yeah, it was funny. I was talking to somebody this week, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to be in Atlanta for the NHL meetings. I was like, no, 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 no. It's, it's Sea Island, Georgia. It's like four hours to the east on the coast, uh, just up the road from Jacksonville. But that is where the NHL owners, the Board of Governors, uh, either the owners or their representatives, will meet in a room uh, over two days and one of the big agenda items, if not the top agenda item, is whether to expand to Seattle. Now, you know this, backing up to October, when Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin, the Seattle Ownership Group, flew back to New York City. They met with the prominent owners on right. the executive committee, including the head of the Board of Governors, Jeremy Jacobs from the Boston Bruins, and made their pitch for Seattle, the construction of the new arena, what the team, what their plan for the team and the training facility would be, and they got a green light out of that, a unanimous recommendation to move forward to this date now in December. And this is all the teams now in the NHL getting together in a room, all the ownership group, all the representatives, and talking about this and other business issues. I was going to say, is this specifically a Seattle meeting? Are they discussing just Seattle, or is this a part of their agenda? And why Sea Island? Where does yeah. that come into the... What well, am I missing? Is yeah, no, I, you're NHL not the only one who said Sea Island. Uh, uh, when we were in New York and the NHL said, and Gary Bettman said, we'll see you all in Sea Island. We all had to... Okay, wait. Quick, to the wait, internet. Wait, wait. What my, I'm looking yeah. at my phone. Where is Sea Island? Um, no, the, this is one agenda item, although it's the big agenda item. Okay. And the indications are that agenda item is going to be addressed on Tuesday, Tuesday morning, Seattle time. Uh, and it, it's believed that the NHL will make the recommendation to expand. The big question, though, is going to be 2020 or 2021. As you know, all the NHL Seattle folks have been pushing for 2020. Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin yeah. told me last week she believes the arena can be opened in 2020. The NHL, though, seems to have a, a little bit more concern about that timeline. So it may be a, a thing where they come out and say, yes, we're going to expand, but it's going to be in 2021. Now, your question about Sea Island, Georgia. Yeah. They, they've hosted <laughs> the G8 Summit. It's they a, a great big, deal. schmancy five-star resort with a private airstrip nearby uh -huh. that these owners can fly in and fly out of. But for the common folk like me... We're flying into Jacksonville, and it's about an hour or so north of Jacksonville. 
In the past, the owners have met in places like West Palm Beach, somewhere in Florida. I've been to one of these meetings before down in Pebble Beach in California. It'd be a lot nicer if it was on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, we have to go across the country for this meeting and what we presume to be a very positive day in Seattle and Seattle sports history. And because we are podcasting, we realize you may be listening to this in the distant future. Heck, you might be listening to this on Mars. I mean, maybe Elon Musk, by the time you're listening to this, maybe we have a colony. That's where you're listening to this. We're talking about Tuesday, December 4th, uh, in case you're catching up over the weekend. So let's push ahead then, Chris. After that, things could, should be getting interesting here in Seattle, because I know that uh, the arena formerly known as Key has been fenced off uh, for for a good month now. And I know that even when we're over there, sometimes we do uh, uh, work nearby on King 5. Uh, we work at a radio station right next door. So often when I'm there, people will intercept me on the way out and say, hey, what, what's happening with this arena? What, is it happening already? Are they in there? Are they digging? What's happening? So what you're seeing right now is the pre-construction work, the fencing, the moving in the heavy machinery, mm-hmm. uh, the staging. I, I think you'll recall that when this deal on the new arena was signed off on by the Seattle City Council and the mayor, there was a clause in there that was added at the last minute, so to speak, that they could not begin demolition until the franchise was actually awarded. Uh And at the time, the city said, it's not a big deal. NHL Seattle said, it's not a big deal. It just gives them a little bit more financial security going forward with this major renovation, demolition work at Seattle Center. So uh, I would expect that after that Tuesday vote that we all expect to go in Seattle's way, barring any sort of surprise, demolition will begin perhaps as early as next week, shortly okay. after uh, that vote. I'm circling uh, December 5th on my calendar uh, right the, here. The, uh, uh, the, they need to get going on the demolition in right. order to, to try and get it ready by 2020. Now, we'll see what happens if there's a caveat thrown into this, and, and the NHL says it's going to be 2021. Uh, that will probably change their construction timeline. Uh, it won't be so tight, and there's probably good news and bad news that comes out of that. Right. But the bottom line, I think, after talking about this all, all this time, and you know, the first interview I did with NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly was back in 2011. Yeah. I mean, we've been we've been talking about this for so long, and people are saying, "Wake me up when it becomes real." Right. I think we can wake some people up next week. Well, it's funny you would say that because you're talking about 2020, 2021, which at face value you go, oh, years. But I had this revelation as I was daydreaming about that and thought, well, wait a minute, Chris, you and I have been having this conversation for about two years. And I think we both agree the Next Best Podcast still has that new podcast smell. (laughs) It seems like we just started this conversation. So in reality, that could go by very, very quickly. Uh, As construction happens, I would assume then the franchise is going to start making news. They're going to build that facility. They're going to have to have a name and a logo and all of that. And we're going to have some fun with that in the weeks to come and give you an opportunity to hear what these hypothetical teams might sound like on the ice. But I, I got to say, news will start to happen, and I do find this timing of all of this very interesting to be happening right here in December. Uh, there are two competing venues right now with ice skating. I know it's yep. unrelated to yeah. hockey, but at least people are getting out on the ice and starting to think about it a little bit more. So it really does seem like a hurry-up-and-wait game, but things are probably just about to get interesting. I told you uh, you know, a week or so ago I was uh, with Todd Lywicki in an event, and he gave out some season tickets, just kind of impromptu, just said, I'm giving them out. So he's so confident. Everybody seems so confident. It really does seem like you're just going to, to Sea Island to uh, 
you know, sit in a conference room and, and, and get some good news, hopefully. It's just, a, is it really just a question of how quickly they decide? Uh, I, I think they that can't kick the can the, again. I mean, the, the, the executive committee has already made this recommendation to move forward. Right. They have heard uh, a lot of this information already. So I think, you know, they, they carry a lot of weight. I think all you have to do if you are a Seattle sports watcher, arena watcher, somebody who has followed this story closely, think back to what happened with the NBA and the Kings with the executive committee recommendation there, and the rest of the owners followed suit at the meeting later that year. So I I think that's what we're going to see here. But if you you talk about 2020 versus 2021, uh, you know, we are are talking about October of 2020. So start doing the math. We're, We're less than 24 months. You want to have that thing open when? September, October, there's preseason hockey. There's, you know, the, the training facility. Will the training facility be ready? Where will the team train? I mean, there's lots of variables that you want to have done before the season starts. So if you kick the can down the curb to 2021, uh, now you're talking about the idea that you can have your training facility definitely ready. Right. You can have the buildup with the expansion draft and, and all these players well in advance uh, in 2021, you, you can put your preseason games in the new arena right. at Seattle Center. I think that's where there might be some concern on the NHL's end is is what happens on the front end of that 2020 season. On top of that, the NHL has labor issues that, that may cause a delay in the 2020 season. So hmm. these are the variables that I think are going to be what most people are watching from Canada right. and the United States media is is what that launch date is going to be. I think everybody's expecting Seattle to finally be awarded a team in the National Hockey League, but it's going to be the start date that is the unknown right now. Not to mention that uh, a lot of fans around here, let's be real, is is a, a market that has not known hockey for very, 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 very long. People are going to have to to ease back into it. So I wouldn't mind having a good year or two heads up to say, all right, I'm going to start watching. Let's start taking a notice of the teams and what's going to be what, because you just never know with these expansions. We saw what happened in Vegas. We could come out, you know, blazing. So uh, I, I think that the wait will not be as long as it seems on paper. Well, and... And the NHL wants to get it right. They got it right in Vegas, and Vegas right. had an arena right. that was built and ready to go. Um, you know, th- this is the, the the thing: is Seattle doesn't have that arena ready to go. So uh, there have been NHL expansion teams in the past. I know somebody pointed me to Kansas City, right. where they spent the first uh, month or so on the road because their arena wasn't ready, and they never really recovered from that. Right. Uh, so the NHL has some history here with with launching expansion franchises and seeing what goes right and what goes wrong, and, and I think that may kind of guide them through that decision. Well, Chris, I know you are getting ready to pack your bags. You are heading out. So everybody circle or or, uh, go in and put a little notification on your phone. Uh, December 4th, that's Tuesday. Uh, We're going to be watching closely on that one. We can, of course, follow you on Twitter and online on king5.com. I know you'll be all over that. Uh, But before I let you go, I very quickly looked up Sea Island, Georgia, and I've suddenly changed my opinion. And now I'm curious if you have a companion fare. Uh, because what I'm seeing is that Sea Island is privately owned, unincorporated area of Glynn County, Georgia, 
part of the Golden Isles of Georgia. And you know the internet's where people go to complain, but everything here is like five stars. Forbes has referenced it. They're showing mansions and things. So suddenly I'm not having as much pity on you as I had uh, about five minutes ago. No fair, you're going on spring break. We'll be stuck in a hotel, put it that way. Stuck in a five-star hotel as listed by Forbes. On Twitter and Instagram, at Next Best Pod, this is the exclusive ending of the Next Best Podcast.